so I mean, you usually have your guests do like some sort of like recap or something, right? Uh, normally, I'd have them do like a little intro where they uh, they say with the name of the show and that sort of stuff. Okay, I could give you the, um, the text for that if you want, or yeah, you could I mean, just go I'm, for it, like go on the fly. Yeah, you know, I'm a consummate professional. I think uh-huh. I can do this. <clears throat> Excuse I can me. Do it. Uh, pause. I can do it if you'd like. Do you mind if I do it? Hello. Hello. My name is oh, Amber. Okay, he's gonna go ahead. Welcome to Side Character Quest. Uh, I will be your player character for today. Uh, and your host, as always, is uh I'm gonna host today. Is um Hey I'm sorry. Hello. Is that is that you, Pineapple Cherry? Hmm. Yeah. Pi- Pineapple Cherry, what are you doing here? Actually, I'm strawberry lemon. Strawberry oh, lemon you're here. Pineapple Cherry's twin cousin sister. Yeah. How you doing? Got it. Um, I'm well. I'm looking for Ty. Mm, Ty's off in the distance trying to come up with better characters. Okay, well, I mean, he can, he can do that if he wants. Okay. Well, Ty's gonna come back because this isn't his strongest character work. Bye, Strawberry Cherry's twin cousin sister. <laughs> Hello. Hello, that was top-notch character work, the type of quality that you expect and see uh, from Side Character Quest, the show where... Th- oh, I was about to go into um, Whose Line opener, which this is not that. Uh, Side Character Quest, the show that is not Whose Line Is Anyway. Um, so how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I actually just took that audio, uh, saved it, and I'm emailing it to NPR right now. I want to see if they're going to do a This American Life story on it. Mm. Just you in general. I, I think that um, most of these intros uh, are at least as compelling as, you know, 95% of This American Life. Um, yeah. I, I This is a moment when I wish that I had a good Ira Glass impression, but I do not. So um, how about we just move on straight into that uh, that recap? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold oh, go on. ahead, go hold ahead. On. Do, do your thing. Do you think you got it? Do you think you got one? An, an, an Ira Glass? Hold on, let me, let me see. I don't know if it's going to be good, but let me see. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. <clears throat> no, sorry. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. Today, this is This American Life. I am Ira Gla- Glass. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about what's it like to... <laughs> 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 I couldn't. I that tried. That is like much better than I would have done. <laughs> I have I have listened to a a fair amount of of this American Life. That was that was significantly better than I would have done. Uh, well, Ty, secret thing to know about me: I'm actually kind of decent at mimicking voices. Oh oh man, I don't know how this hasn't come up before. Um, okay. Oof, I was, oh, that was enjoyable. Uh, for everyone, including you, listener, I swear to God, if you weren't enjoying it. Oh, um, so do we refer to the listener as a singular entity? Uh, that is, that is up to you. Um, I see on on like the, uh, Twitter at SCQ podcast, um, I've been speaking as a, uh, royal we most of the time. So like, clearly I'm not like the one with all of the pronoun and whatever answers around here. Um, so li- refer to the listener however you'd like. Yeah, you know, it's it's community and it's building. So, you know, we'll 
we'll figure it out as time goes on. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it's more than one, but who knows? Uh, hey, Jeff. <laughs> um, hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's actually jump into the show. Uh, Last time on Side Character Quest. Ah, uh, yeah. That's the part where I, I add some sound effects without you knowing. Yeah, no, I, I listen to the show. so last time on side character quests silas decided to go traveling throughout the world to figure out what was out there and that's kind of all i got ty i mean (laughs) i'm 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 not really I, i know that silas is into these earthquakes and silas has some nice little um mementos from from their friends um Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's that's about it. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, so Silas. Uh, by the by the way, um, do you? Do, uh, I think that I've asked you this before. Do you have a, a preference as far as Silas's pronouns go? You know, I I, I feel like Silas, uh, and this probably has a lot to do more with my life than anything else. I think Silas is more of a she themselves. Okay. Um, but I just said she themselves, so. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, you know, work however, whatever f- seems to come naturally. And if, uh, if what I'm laying down, you decide that it doesn't seem to fit, then just let me know and we'll make adjustments. Yeah. I think I'm just going to, going to institute the same rule that I have for my life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not he, um, she and they are perfectly fine. And I don't think Silas really is is too hung up on it just as long as it's not said with malice whatever it is it's not said with malice i i guess that since we're since we're talking about that right now uh i will also say as long as it's not said with malice you can refer to me however you'd like where we left off um silas was uh you know exploring the world and um since the last episode uh roughly two to three years have passed um you've been exploring um this world, uh, you've been mostly sticking to cities and towns. Recently, you've been heading um, to the south. What do you think usually motivates you to choose a location, or is it just completely wanderlust? Uh, no, yeah, Silas is really uncomfortable with this memory loss, mm-hmm. and I think mostly Silas is concerned with three things in sort of this descending order: figuring out what the crap is going on trying to protect themselves and not be so vulnerable in this community that they are in some visceral way aware that they're not supposed to be a part of Mm -hmm. and them earthquakes yeah what's going on with them earthquakes so them earthquakes has been a fairly recent thing in this world um that most people have been a little put off by um, in a lot of areas, it's just like a simple shutter here or there. Uh, but occasionally it has been more extreme, like going as far as like knocking down some buildings. But, uh, but yeah, um, so you are making your way, uh, to the South. You had been traveling hitchhiking with some, um, traders and you are making your way to a, uh, a swamp. Amber, tell me the name of a creature that lives in the swamp. Hmm. We're going to go with a a bulbous green flug. 
All right. Um, okay. Uh, so you are on your way into the town of Flukehaven. Um, uh, well, all right then. So how, how are you? How do you spell that fluke? Is that F L U G or F L O O G? What, what do we got there? Uh, F L umlaut G. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, all right, fine. You are arriving um, sort of midday into this town. The sound of cicadas is buzzing in your ear. Um, you've been, you know, slapping mosquitoes along the this path. Um, just constantly. Are you sure buzzing. we're not in Georgia? Uh, are you sure this isn't Georgia? Did you make the wrong place? Well, okay, so um, I was planning on just sort of like slowly laying the groundwork for this. But uh, but this this whole setting is designed to feel like Georgia. Oh, Ty. Yeah, sweet. It's it's Georgia, but with like medieval and fantasy stuff overlaid on top of it. Gotcha. Um, but, I got those deep cuts. Mm-hmm, but th- I'm, I'm glad that, that that translated to at least somebody from Georgia. But yeah, all of the uh, all of the plantation of the plants, flora, fauna um, are Georgia based. And the plantations, too. Uh, I mean, I suppose there's not slavery in this world. Um, so. No, but come on. There has to be a plantation. One <laughs> tie. You can't escape it. It's in Southern culture. It's there. Even if it's indentured servants or willing sharecroppers. I uh, We'll say something closer to sharecroppers, but I'm also going to I'm going to let. OK, you can make these jokes. I can't. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, it's 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 great. You're you're just you're just you're just putting me. You're putting the pressure on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. um so anyway, you're arriving around midday. Uh, it's mostly been forest, but you've noticed the the ground has been getting more loamy, and um, you've just been uh, traveling along. What what are the people like that are riding with you? I'm gonna say there's there's two people in the cart. One of them is also a passenger, and the other one is uh, the driver, who is a merchant of some sort. So I had the feeling that Silas was sitting in the back. Okay. Um, sort of away from people. Okay. Um. My my vision is that the merchant is driving the cart in the front um, and the other person decided to sit up uh, with the merchant because they seem to be just generally friendly, socially well-balanced person. And Silas wanted nothing to do with them. So gotcha. You are napping, uh, occasionally smacking mosquitoes that like land on you. Really frustrated. Really frustrated. And um, you, you know, you're seeing, uh, you know, sort of peeking out through the side of this, um, the back of this cart, which is a covered wagon. You see trees and stuff passing by. At some point, you hear uh, a voice um, from the front of the the cart say, oh, we're uh, we're getting pretty close. Getting pretty close to Flughaven. All right, you just keep on hanging out back there. (laughs) Mm. And uh, another like 30 minutes or so go by you hitting bumps on the road and eventually uh, the cart makes a sharp turn to the right. It's heading north now. It had been going west for a long time. You pull up and then um, the cart stops and uh, and you hear in the front like, all right, everybody out. Has Silas already paid? Uh, yeah, you already paid. 
Okay, Silas just hops out and starts making making her way. You look around this this space, and um, you see. Oh, a few things. You see a set of six silos off to uh, your left. You see a sort of stone gate off to your right. And um, you see that the road uh, continues, continues up north. And then you see a small building um, off to uh, the left as well. Where do you where do you go? What do you do? So I am letting you take this. Amber, I'm letting you take this experience very openly i am going to try not to like decide where you go what you do you are just going to be exploring this area and if it takes you know however long it takes you to accomplish whatever that's how long it takes you silas uh hops off the back of this wagon which i don't think we've um we've sort of talked about how tall silas is oh no i don't think Um, you've told me Silas is uh, at the higher end of average height, but the way that they carry themselves, the way that she moves her body makes people assume that she's much taller than she is. Gotcha. I've known people like that. Yeah. Silas jumps off of the back of the wagon, sort of shuffles her left shoulder down as she haunches her pack up higher onto her shoulder and relieves a little crook in her neck and then looks around and sort of takes in the area around her sort of trying to get in get an understanding of how people in the area are going to view her now she she's not nervous mm-hmm. and she doesn't really care it's just sort of a good general practice that she's you know, that she's uh, that she's sort of inhabited all the while doing her characteristic, not blinking as often as one would think she should. <laughs> gotcha. So looking around this area, you don't see tons of people. Um, you see uh, a couple of humans at that small building that I mentioned. Um, you see a dwarf uh, walking through that, that gate and then you see the two halflings that were in the cart with you, you know, getting off. So this this place seems pretty surprisingly diverse for how isolated this area is. You don't get the impression that you are going to, like, stand out as you would in, like, a very, very small town. Okay. So Silas, again, make sure that their things are collected and safe. Which, by the way, Silas has gotten very efficient at tying all of their stuff together in a way that sort of keeps it all just very efficient, very efficient at traveling and packing Mm -hmm. and tries to make their way to the nearest either tavern or some form of establishment where they can get some food and possibly a place to stay. There's that small building uh, that you saw. That's the only building you see right now. So you could go for that or you could maybe explore past the silos because you can't really see what's back there. Or you could go up that, uh, you could go down one of the two paths that you saw before. Mm, let's see. Yes, uh, Silas is kind of feeling weird. Uh, Silas doesn't really want to talk to anybody. So they walk up to the building. Okay. But kind of get a little awkwarded out. And so tries to walk around the side to see if they can see inside the window to see what's going on. Uh, As you're walking over to the building, uh, one of the halflings sort of walks past you, walks up to this building, steps inside, and uh, you see them 
go up to a like some sort of pin board and starts like scratching their name um, onto a little notepad that's on it. That's pretty much all that's in there. It's really no bigger than like a shed. Okay. Uh, Silas decides to make their way into the building mm-hmm. and walks through the door, uh, sees the person and says, excuse me, I am looking for a place to stay. Sorry, that's not Silas's voice. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I'm looking for a place to stay. Oh, well, uh, well, you know, you can always check out the little board. It's it's usually got all of the important stuff going on in in the town. If you uh, you want to want to maybe I don't know, it might have an advertisement or something. Um, and he, he motions towards the board that where he had just um, stuck up his note and his note has um, his it has his name um, written on it. Underneath his name is deliveries to the north contact. And then it has his name, which I'm not going to pull out off the top of my head. So, Jeremy, you do deliveries? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, excuse me. <clears throat> so, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, you do. Del- Dang it. Why can't I do their voice? It's tough, right? Jeremy, you do deliveries, right? Yeah, well, you know, I do deliveries, do all sorts of stuff. I uh, brought you down here, so sometimes I take away the uh, the odd uh, crazy ad stowaway. <laughs> he elbows you in your your um, calf. Uh, Definitely, it, like, moves away from the touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and, you know, uh, oh, you're, uh, you're a jumpy one. Um, but, yeah, you know, uh, do all sorts of stuff, and this, this place uh, has uh, more business than you'd think. Uh, but anyway, yeah. You know, well, why, why did you want to come down here? Why are you asking me questions? Oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to use telepathy. <laughs> um, tell me how that works mechanically. Uh, it's it says it's my one of my spooky moves, mm-hmm. um, which this is actually a good moment for us to find this out. Telepathy. You can read people's my, uh, thoughts and put words into their mind. This can allow you to investigate a mystery or read a bad situation without needing to actually talk. You can also manipulate someone without speaking. You still roll moves as normal, except people will not expect the weirdness of your mental communication. Um, So how I'm going to... Gotcha. Then I'm going to read a bad situation. Gotcha. Okay. Um, It doesn't seem like a bad situation, but, you know, my character is a little paranoid, so. Yeah, okay. Uh, Roll me two D6s. Um, If you get between a seven and nine, then it's a a partial success. If you get over a ten, it's a complete success. Okay, and this is plus sharp, correct? Um, Yes, plus sharp. Okay, so for me, that is zero bonuses. Mechanics. Ty? Yep, what'd you do? Oh, no, Ty. Oh, no. That's a two, Ty. That's a two. All right. So, oh, geez. Okay. Just a second. I'm, I'm looking up what happens when you miss. I mean, some, some, something's got to happen, right? Yeah, I've got to make something. Um, so here's what I'm going to say. Um, so I'm not actually sure what would happen in this situation, but uh, I think you and I both know that there was nothing actually wrong with this guy. Um. <laughs> Like he wasn't he wasn't actually trying to do anything. So what I'm going to say is that you are trying to sort of uh, read into his thoughts. You hear a voice uh, pop out in your mind that says, well, that's quite a rude thing to do. Hmm. Okay. All right. So pause. Pause. Was it one thing I wanted to to remind you about this character with telepathy, the sight and uh, the premonitions powers? Mm hmm. 
um, or no, sorry, hunches, hunches, uh, telepathy and the sight. Mm -hmm. Um, Silas is completely unaware that they have these abilities. And when telepathy happens, Silas sees the person talking. Oh, okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. They don't realize it's telepathy, at least not yet. Okay. Um, so I'm going to uh, probably cut out a lot of that back and forth of us trying to get it right, but I'm going to include that part where you just explain how the telepathy works. So when you, you picked three tags for your dark side, uh, dark bargain, guilt, and hallucinations, when you succeed on telepathy, you just you see them speaking their thoughts. When you miss on telepathy, you see them speaking things that are not their thoughts. I'm down. Cool. All right. Um, so what were you trying to figure out from uh, this person? I think Silas was just paranoid. The person asked them. Um, Jeremy said. Um, was it said that they were uh, weird eyed or something like that? And, and Silas was like, what are you trying to figure out? Jeremy uh, looks at you and Jeremy says, oh, why don't you just, you know, if you're if you're going to just jump around all the time, why don't you just jump the hell out of here? I don't need to deal with you anymore. Silas sort of does the Hayao Miyazaki like frizzle <laughs> thing and and is like, well, fine then and turns around and walks out. Uh, and and then you hear a uh, very like confused like, oh, bye, because he did not actually say anything rude to you right there. Uh, you just turned around and left. So, yeah, you are walking back out um, into the space and it is it is really hot out. Um, you see these silos in front of you uh, and then, you know, the same scene that you saw before. Uh, at this point, Silas uh, is a little bit hungry. Um not so much so that their stomach's growling, but they're thinking about food. So if the only other structure around is those silos, um, they're going to they're going to make their way towards the silos. Silas for silos, silos <laughs> for silos. Um, uh, yeah. So you uh, you walk over to the silos and um, as you get close to them, you realize that they are like covered with vines and are just empty on the inside um you see one of them is like uh broken open um and then uh you can look inside and there's just nothing in there so you read a bad read another bad situation just real quick okay that's a seven <laughs> so on a seven uh you can ask one of the following questions what is your best way in? What's your best way out? Are there any dangers that you haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What's the best way to protect the victims? So one of the one of these questions. Yep. I mean, you could argue for another one, but uh, but those are the general. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed yet? Um, you look around uh, and you don't you don't notice anything particular. Uh, you do hear some hooting um, sort of echoing through. Uh, the silo that you're looking at um, that appears to be from an owl. Uh, but other than that, there's not really anything, anything dangerous nearby. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I don't perceive that hooting to be dangerous. Nope. Okay. Um, Silas is going to make camp in the silo if they can. Oh, oh, very interesting. Okay. 
<laughs> um, by the way, it is about midday. So, so you like roll out all of your stuff in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, you take your your pack. You lay down um, a bed bedroll. Uh, you drop down your stuff, sort of going into um, into the silo that is with the most closed door, a door that is not facing the road uh, so that people cannot see you. Um, you take one that is uh, right now, it's just in the shadow of another silo and it's in the shadow of the trees, so it's uh, less hot on the inside than the other ones are. Um, you just you get a pretty nice, pretty nice choice and uh, clear off some of the dirt and uh, you've made a nice little area for yourself. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, a little bit past noon. Um, so are you going to go straight to sleep or are you going to do anything else? No, uh, I think Silas is going to. Well, first of all, is there a hole in the top at all? Like if Silas started a fire in the middle of this silo, would the smoke be able to go anywhere? Yeah, there is a, a small hole um, sort of busted out in the very top of it. OK, uh, so Silas is going to sort of pull out their stuff um take the staff that they received last episode mm-hmm. uh, and start kind of practicing with it for a little bit. So okay. I work up a little bit of a sweat. You're doing that for a while. You're sort of practicing with your uh, staff pretty early on. You hear that cart that Jeremy had um, rolling down uh, the road um, up north. Then you're, you know, you're just practicing, 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 um, smacking against uh, some, tr- are, are you doing it outside of the silo? No, no, this is, I mean, I'm assuming there's enough space inside. Yeah, yeah, there's enough, enough space. You hear some, like, loud clop, 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 um, that's just rushing down, uh, down the path. Clop, 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 clop. You hear it get closer, and then you hear it continue on past north, uh, the same way that Jeremy had gone. But it sounded like somebody was riding very, very quickly. Okay. Um, Silas is unconcerned, unbothered. All right. Uh, and, and I, and I want to reiterate for anybody listening, if it doesn't sound like, you know, good character stuff, Silas is, is Silas is more concerned with what is going on internally with them right now. Um, they're paying attention to their surroundings. And so they're, they're trying to think what is going, you know, like, where am I? Who am I? And I guess the first thing that Silas does is they look around to see if the the figure, the faceless figure, is anywhere around. Uh, the faceless figure, um, you look around and they are nowhere to be seen. Um, and then you continue um, striking. And during the course of one of your strikes, you shift positions to face the opposite direction. And they are standing against the wall, looking at you and smiling. It's funny how you don't even seem to care about your friends. He steps back into the shadows. The shadows are honestly like a few inches deep. You know, I'm getting real tired of you saying these half cryptic ass legend of the hidden temple things. <laughs> Listen, and but you know what? Never mind. I guess you want me to go find out what happened to Jeremy. And she, she says this like out loud. Um, like a crazy person you hear uh some soft hooting um from up in the silo uh before before silas leaves they look up to see if they can see the owl uh you can see an owl um and it is uh sort of nested up in the top um it appears to be uh it has like a nice sort of like a porcelain 
um, face, and it's uh, looking down at you quizzically. Do they um, make eye contact? Yes. Silas, just for a second, tries to get an understanding of the owl. And by, and by get an understanding, I mean, like, just takes a pause, a moment, and, like, Silas doesn't have any friends, so this living thing is, like, just a thing that's, like, mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, and in that moment, we're going to roll for telepathy. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, not because Silas can do anything. Um, is this a someone? Is this the, a someone? The owl? Yeah. Um, so that, okay, so here's here's the question. Um, are you trying to convince the owl to be nice to you, or are you trying to figure out if it's dangerous? What are you trying to do right now? Um, as a player, I'm trying to build an affinity with the owl. Uh, it doesn't okay. have to be like a companion, really, but just sort of like, just just a minor affinity. Um, I will say, in that case, if you're going to try to try to telepathy this owl, I'm going to say that you can use manipulate person on it. Okay. All right. Or let's manipulate go. someone, not necessarily yeah. a person. That is a six. All right. And a two. Oh, man. All right. And do you add a uh, plus charm? Uh, I actually don't think I have any charm. I think I might actually have a hindrance to charm. You have minus check. one charm. Yeah, um, so, so this you is have seven. Seven. Uh, so you, that means that you did okay, a partial success. Um, so it says uh, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. Um, so I'm going to say if if you do something... If you offer this owl something, then maybe they'll view you as a, you know, as like a a, a chill dude. I think Silas, all they're going to do is they're just going to go. Ooh. You get a feeling from the owl that um, the owl is looking forward to eating tonight. Huh. Silas keeps that in mind and heads out of the silo. Um, okay. puts on their duster, uh, takes um, anything that they might need to defend themselves, grabs a nearby stone and sets it in front of the door. Gotcha. To sort of hold it closed, keep it from blowing open. Just, I'm assuming it opens out, outward. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, yeah, and also just like if somebody goes in from the doorway, like it would be an easy way mm. to tell. Gotcha. And Silas makes their way to the road. Um, so just so you know, uh, just so you and the listeners know, um, I actually asked uh, the Monster of the Week um, Twitter account. I asked them if hunches were something that the player had to ask about or if it's something that I could instigate myself. Um, so that instance of the uh, the bargainer um, sort of saying like, hey, maybe go up, go up, check out this thing. <gasps> Ty, um, that you was slipped up. <laughs> uh, that's... The bargainer writing that down on the sheet. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> no, I, I'm again consummate professional. You know, <laughs> I am not going to 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 include that information. It's just a nice little tidbit. I'm really happy. Hmm. Um. So yeah, they. Uh, okay. So that that makes me feel good. Now that I've screwed that up, I can just I can re- use that to refer to them as the bargainer. So, yeah, the the bargainer um, saying that thing to you was an instance of me doing a of activating your hunch move for you. Ooh, I like this. Yeah. 
Uh, so normally I would have you roll, uh, like I could make you roll for that, but I, I just chose not to. Um, which is why one of the reasons why I didn't tell you anything super detailed about it. Yeah, um, no, like, and just for future reference, you mm-hmm. can do that as much as you want with this character. So I'm, I'm along for the ride as well. Oh boy, you don't even know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, you leave the silo and you are wa- uh, walk back to the road and um, you see uh, that archway again off to that's going off to the east and then you see the trail going north uh, which the wagon and which the um, the rider the horse rider had uh, followed up had both gone in that direction okay that was a really bad sentence um, <laughs> but I think I got the point across so in my mind we got the camera facing north with the trail in the center and um and uh, the silos are on the west, right? Silos are on the west. Um, yeah. Arch is on the uh, east. And gotcha. then the um, trail continues north. Gotcha. Yeah. So like in my mind, we got the camera facing north down the trail in the middle of, of the, the road. You see Silas enter from the left uh, side profile. They look towards the camera. They look down towards the trail and then start making their way up the trail as they center themselves in the frame of the camera. Cool. 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 That's for y'all out there who want to have some visual references. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so you make your way down this path. You have trees around you. Um, you have cypress, uh, you have pine. Uh, I don't know if pine would really be there. Probably not. And, uh, you see cattails, um, popping out, uh, as the sort of marshy land, uh, becomes a little bit more apparent. Um, you approach a stream that is cut that cuts through the path and a uh, wooden bridge cutting across that stream. Um, and as you make it make your way across, um, you see a set of buildings off to your left. Um, you see people bustling around these buildings um, and, it, and you see that a uh, cart. You see a few horses tied up um, in front of one of the buildings. Um, and and uh, one of the buildings, though, looks exceptionally large compared to the other ones. And whereas most of the buildings that you see are wooden in nature, or maybe with some brick, um, that one that's bigger uh, is um, is stone. It is looks uh, made of hardy and old construction. And you see a large sign on it. Uh, the front uh, of this building that the sign which looks much newer than all of the other ones that says Goblin Godfrey's Goof Emporium and Sending Stone. So um, Silas is intrigued, uh, raises a rock eyebrow Mm -hmm. um, and makes their way towards this this building, walks through the front door. Cool, and uh, we are gonna take a quick break right there. We'll jump right back in in a moment. Welcome back. We just had a quick break where we um, refilled our food and drink and then talked about Okja for a little bit. Uh, Yes, that movie that came out a year ago, we're still talking about it because I am slow to watch movies. Anyway. Um, Silas, uh, pushes open the doors, uh, to this, uh, this 
old stone rot building and inside you see just so many like lights you see rows of of shelving units uh you see a um a countertop in the front of this room uh and you see a you know few doorways in the back uh but most importantly you see charging towards you a short green man uh who approaches you and says Hello! Jumps back. And welcome to Goblin Godfrey's Goof Emporium and Sending Stone. Kind of moves moves back a lot. <laughs> How you doing, ma'am? I'm really glad to see you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What can I do you for? Takes the staff. Takes the staff. Yeah, and like points it at him, not in a threatening way, just sort of like as it like keep it, keep it at bay. <laughs> like, I don't know what this why it wants so much with me. He uh, he hops backwards and is just like, oh, I can see you're a feisty one. How about I show you to my hot sauces and peppers? And oh, how about some daggers? Would you like that? I got all sorts of stuff at the Emporium. Can you like figure out a way to not scare me? <laughs> um. I'll talk a little bit quieter. We're we're a little bit. Uh, he he leans leans in towards you. She leans away. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm bringing it down. <laughs> um, I'm bringing it down, bringing it down. Uh, what what do you what do you want here? I'm not sure if I want anything now. I was your place looked interesting from the outside. You hear a door in the back of this place uh, slam open, and you um, hear someone shout. Godfrey, I am not done with you. You need to get back here right now. Yeah, Godfrey? Is your name Godfrey? Yeah, I'm Godfrey. Don't listen to her. I've got... Uh, listen, I've got all the time in the world. Godfrey, I think I think you're being called. Okay, I'm gonna go... I'm looking. I'm just gonna look in the corner. And she kind of <laughs> just, like, goes looking throughout the shop. As you, you start to step away, uh, you see a person charging down through um, the... Uh, through the shelves towards Godfrey. Um, and this is a, a tall, tall woman uh, wearing um, armor uh, and with a short sword at her side and a um, spear strapped to her back. And she runs up to Godfrey and says, Godfrey, I've listened, Godfrey. I am sorry if you're doing your business, but we have stuff that is more important than that. And you got to Come with me right now, all right? And then she uh, does not notice you at first, but then she turns and looks at you. Oh, hey, crazy ass. Uh, Wait. And she turns, and a smile breaks out on her face. Crazy ass. And uh, she shoves Godfrey out of the way and runs up to try to give you a hug. She says crazy ass? Crazy ass. I don't know this person, right? You... You do know this person. You've met this person like two or three years ago. She is the first person that you remember ever meeting in your life. Oh, but I, but I, but I, but I do remember her. Yes, you do remember her. Silas checks their hair. The hair of the person that's walking towards you? No, their hair. Like, they're flustered and they like kind of check their hair, put, put, like, put it behind their ear. As you start to do that, um, this person runs up and just bear hugs you, lifts you off the ground and is like, 
It's it's been too Silas long. Farks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man, we all get excited sometimes. Don't worry about it, Silas. Man, it has been too long. Why have you okay. ever made it back down to South Bend? Um, I, I'm I'm touched, uh, literally and figuratively. She she sets you down. Um, I don't know. I've I've just been moving around trying to figure out stuff. Um, haven't. Uh, kind of just you know how how you been? Uh, I got your staff. <laughs> um she looks at it and she she smiles and uh she's like well i'm glad to see you're taking care of it um i've been and she you see a, a sort of sad look on her face and she's like well i i've been i've been better and then she uh turns back towards um godfrey and says uh says to him listen godfrey i and she looks back at you and says, ah, "I'm sorry. I, I've got to. I've got to take care of this. Um, do you? Do you, Would you mind if I if I stop by your? Where are you staying right now? Uh, do you mind if I stop by later? We can catch up. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. I'm uh down the street. Uh, it, near by one of them silos. I I found a place." Um, <laughs> silos for Silas. All right. I'll remember that. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just uh, pop on by. I guess I'll go back that. Uh, by the way, are you in any trouble? Are you good? Well, I wouldn't be in any trouble if this goblin here would just let me use his standing stone. OK, uh, and um, Godfrey is, is like, well, sorry, sorry. Honey, if you don't have any money, I'm not going to let you use the stone. I've got more. I've got paying clients back there right now. Re re read a bad situation. So so what are you what are you trying to figure out right now? Uh, she's trying to follow up on. um On. A, on a, the the shadowy figures um, said your friends in trouble. And she and she and like Silas connects it. Right. Like Silas mm -hmm. is like. Wait. Yeah, he he did not necessarily say your friend is in trouble. He just said that your friend was, you know, he, why you don't want to see your friend, something like that. Oh, I, th I thought you said like, um, so you're just going to leave your friend uh, like that or something like that. And so like Silas assumes bad. So Silas is trying to connect like, you know, it's like basically Silas knows that like this ain't coincidence. So. What's going on? Is she in trouble? I need to find out or so. Um, and that was a 12, Ty. Okay. Um, are you trying to... Are, are you doing this with telepathy? Or are you doing this yep. with like... Okay. Um, so this is something like... You don't feel like... You could probably just ask her. But you do not feel comfortable asking her. Because like... That's just, you know, the way the person that you are. So instead, you are unconsciously activating this telepathy where you will hear their thoughts and get the answers you're looking for. So with a 12, uh, you actually get to find out three of those answers um, that we mentioned before. Three of those questions. Um, yes. 
Oh, 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 sorry. On a 12 plus, you may ask the keeper any question you want about the situation, not just the listed ones. So you can you can ask me like those ones. Plus, you can ask gotcha. me like one that's that's just anything. But I can ask three. Yes. OK. What are you keeping from me? What are what are you keeping from me? Yeah. Um, when you, you sort of think that, um, you're thinking that and, uh, you hear, well, I see her say it, Roddy is in trouble and I've got to do what I can to take it to, to help him. I don't, I've got to, I've got to do whatever I can. Okay. How did you end all the way up here? I have been riding too long to give up now. I, I rode, no, wait, let me rephrase that. I rode here nonstop. I am not giving up now. What what would be a question that Silas would want to know the answer to? Um, I will allow you to also get an answer from uh from what's his name? Okay. I don't think that you're just getting stuff from Clara. See, what would what would Silas want to know? Um, maybe you want to know something about uh, what message that Clara was trying to send, or maybe you want to know why, um, why, uh, Godfrey was not letting her send the message. Um, you might want to know who she's trying to send a message to. Um, you might want to know, you want to know, like, how Godfrey is sending messages, um, or what sort, maybe you want to know, um, something about this area, uh, like why Godfrey's here. No, I think I think um, I, I don't have another question. I don't think Silas actually has another question. Uh, I don't know how you want to resolve that as the keeper. Um, I um, will allow you to ask if you have another question that pops up in the con. In, like if you if if it if you have another question that pops up in the in game time of like the next five or ten minutes, then you can ask it then, um, and it'll okay. it'll work. But um, I think I think uh, Silas has just sort of decided that she doesn't trust Godfrey. Gotcha. That is reasonable. Um, so, uh, so these two are just sort of like arguing at each other right now. And while this is happening, uh, you hear um, some, you hear some music uh, coming off in the distance. Okay. Um, um, and sort of at the, sort of back through that door, um, that uh, Clara had b- burst through. So uh, she she goes up uh, to Clara and mm-hmm. um, uh, does Clara see her come up? Yes. Um. So so she, they're they're making eye contact at least. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. She's like Cla- Clara. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry to pry, but you you mentioned something about. Roddy not not being good. Is there uh, any way I can help? Listen, all you got um she she looks at you and um you can see sort of like frustration in her eyes but also like sadness and um she says if you can get this goddamn man to let me use to let me use his sending stone then we can help Roddy. All right? Um, and she says that are all right to him, not to you. Okay. Uh, she, she she looks at Godfrey and she's like, um, 
listen, I, I, I'd like to buy some things uh, from you. Um, first, uh, I would like to buy uh, a mouse or some type of small meat if you have it. <laughs> um, uh, oh, you know, we got the mice. Okay, okay, that's that's great, and uh, I'd really appreciate it if I could get um, some small rations for myself and uh, a use of your sending stone would be great. That sounds awesome, but I'm sorry, it's gonna it's booked up for the rest of the night. Uh, if you guys want to, if you uh, you people want to come back in the the morning, that's perfectly all right. But it's booked up right now, so. Silas doesn't move, nor does Silas blink. He's like still leaning in, staring at Godfrey. Uh, Godfrey looks over at um, Clara and says, your friend here, kind of creepy. Uh, Clara says, I I don't know. I think I think she's uh, she (laughs) doesn't bother me any. Um, And she uh, sort of puts her arms over your shoulder her arm over your shoulder. Yeah, her arm over your shoulders in sort of a friendly way. So I'm I'm I didn't I'm sorry. I kind of blanked out uh, when I was asking my question last time. Uh, So, yeah, that'd be small meat uh, rations for myself and the use of your sending stone. Uh, He. He walks over um, to a. uh, he walks over to a um, box that's in the sort of side uh, near the um, near the counter in the front, uh, and it's it's labeled bait. And um, he opens up a thing, and you hear just a bunch of crickets. Uh, then he opens up another thing, um, and you, uh, you don't see anything. Um, and then he finally opens up the third box, and he reaches in, and he's like, ah, "I found it!" And he pulls out uh, a mouse, and he. Um, brings it over, puts it in a little box and uh, wraps it up. Um, and then he grabs the other. Uh, what was the other thing you asked for? Rations for myself. Um, he grabs uh, some jerky um, and some uh, some roots. Um, wraps those up and then he writes down a ticket and he says, all right, come back tomorrow. We'll take care of this whole sending stone business. Uh, and okay. he he's the ticket uh, has like all written onto it. Um, two people sending stone in the morning. Not now. Right. OK. Uh, thank you. Uh, by the way, is there a place where I could use the bathroom back that way? Uh, not not in the door that that Clara left open. The other one next to it. OK, I just. I've been traveling. I need I need, you know, to freshen up a little bit. Do do your thing. We all so, got we we all understand how the body works. OK, thank you. Bye. And Silas just like walks back to the bathroom, uses it, freshens up because cleanliness is important. Mm-hmm. Um, comes out, uh, grabs the goods, um, mm-hmm. fishes for when their. You- Wallet? When you are uh, leaving the bathroom, by the way, um, you hear more of that music coming from that open doorway. Okay. Does it sound good? 
Yeah, it sounds really good, actually. Like, mm. some of the best stuff that you've heard. Is Clara still there? Uh, Clara is, um, in the front, she is still arguing with Godfrey. But a little bit more reservedly than she had been earlier. Okay, um... So I, I walk up there, and, um... I'm going to... As a player, investigate yeah. a mystery. Okay. And this is the vision, or the, the sight part. Um, again. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Silas doesn't know this is happening. Yeah. Um, so as Silas walks out of the bathroom and pervades the store, uh, we're going to roll for the site, which is investigating mystery. And a, that is a six plus my sharp, which is a zero, right? Yeah. Let me check. Double check. Yep. Zero sharp. OK, that's a six. Um, so on a six, you it's a miss. Um, I have a hard time understanding. So, OK, so on an investigative mystery, I'm supposed to turn the thing around on you. Um, so I'm basically supposed to do something to uh, hurt you. Tell me, how does your sight normally present itself to you? Uh, is that also something that you are not aware of as happening? Yeah, all this stuff is except for the bargainer is stuff that Silas is not aware of at the moment. I imagine similar to the telepathy. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a sort of hallucinogenic bleed between reality and invisible world and magical world. So if there is something to see, Silas will see it, but Silas will not recognize that it is magical or invisible. Gotcha. They'll just so see it. You um, you see uh, you hear that that sort of cricket sound that um, had sort of cut off when he closed the box. You hear it loud and and then it's sort of the sound of crickets um, sort of starts to morph into more of a, a buzz um, and you turn your eyes to look towards the uh, the box that he had opened earlier and you see it crack open and then you see sort of a shif shuffling uh, movement um, of the, the the lid as as a couple of bugs start to crawl out um, then more and more until they're just flooding and going everywhere. And you hear this buzz just grow louder and louder. This cicada sound of, of just just so incredibly loud as as you these cicadas swarm the building. So Silas is like covering their ears right now and they're like running into the like the back room where the music was coming out of. Gotcha. To try to like see if there's like a back way out. As you are you're running um, running away, uh, you look down and you see these cicadas climbing up your legs. Just they Screaming have caught up to you so Screaming so easily um, in the room, thrashing. You uh, you break through. You slam the door behind you, and right when you do, all of them just disappear. Um, and the loud buzz that was in your ears is replaced by the sound of uh, plucking strings and um, playful, uh, playful um, woodwinds. Um, Silas starts stripping and like taking their clothes off and like batting it down, trying to like look for things. Oh, looking for the bugs. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you take off your duster. <laughs> 
Um, you take off uh, you take off your duster um, and are looking, and, and you don't see any remnants of these cicadas that had uh, seemingly covered your body a moment ago. Um, but uh, as you're doing that, um, you uh, round a, a corner um, in this you know in this little hallway that you're in. Uh, as the, the noise gets louder, and it opens up into this um, large room that is covered with runes. And in the center of it is a large, glowing blue stone. And around that stone is a band playing music to seemingly no one. And that's where we're going to end today. Aww. If I can continue input, like, you know, like, what's it, one of those crowds from, like, a sitcom. Aww. (laughs) I might. We'll see. All right. Well, Ty, this has been fun. Yeah. Um, it's um, late for me. I have to get ready to go to bed. Yeah. So, um, so let's uh, let's do a quick sign off. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I'm really glad that uh, that I was able to have Amber on today, and um, I'm really glad that all of you folks were listening uh, today. And yeah, let's. Let's, uh, you know, keep doing, keep doing good. Keep doing good. Do you want to say anything? Uh, yeah. Um, Silas walks up to the band and goes, are y'all the joy drops? <laughs> uh, and that is, that is where we actually end. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, see you guys next fortnight, uh, with a new episode of Side Character Quest. Bye-bye. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. there'll be like a little music playing and then bloopers. All right. So, um, this might end up in the bloopers. Hey, we're just, um, just getting nice and comfortable with our microphones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can we say Hulk? Is that, is that oh, oh, Disney cop showed up? Oh, I'm uh, sorry. No, uh, not the Disney. Here's cop. the $20. Uh, okay. Um, while uh um and you, you were you doing good with them words there yeah I, I sort of ran out of my words there <laughs> i'm just gonna cut out all this this little dead air while i do things mm-hmm. oh so wait this is this is like not going in i can just kind of say whatever i want yeah you can say whatever you want so have you seen uh, or have you listened to the new um, Janelle Monet album?
Yeah. Oh gosh, what did I just do? Sorry. I just I just knocked out a lamp. Well, I guess I don't really need it, but it just was upsetting. Did, did you did you did you roll? Uh for it? <laughs> No, actually um in uh Monsters of the Week, I never have to roll. Yeah, no, I'm Ty. Ty, yeah. look at me. Yeah, I'm looking at look you. At me. I'm looking at your profile picture that's popped up on here with your little sound waves bouncing out whenever you I'm the talk. keeper now. Uh, I'm the keeper now. Uh, Roll for it. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I got two blank sides. Um, um, everyone, Ty is dying. Um, so we need to go ahead and just uh, pause the podcast for a minute. Hopefully, it's not. I don't have to do the whole thing on my own. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, guys, I'm going to try to get this uh, didgeridoo going. Are you back? Huh? Yeah, I'm fine. What's up? So is that like a didgeridoo you got yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, cool. Have, have you been working on a didgeridoo? No, you, not Have you really. been doodling? Uh, I've been didgeridoo. No, I haven't actually. Um, yeah, I got it for Christmas uh, one year last year. Um, and uh, it kind of sits in my corner and I, I don't don't mess with it that much. But when I do, it makes me happy. Oh, well, that's good. Mm hmm. And we're back. You have a good time uh, cooking up your, your ribs and stuff, Amber? I did. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get off meat, but yeah, I did. Mm, sorry for calling you out. Did not realize that's what I was doing, but it's been done. <laughs> no worries. I, uh, I watched uh, Okja. Okja. I watched Okja yesterday. 